The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Thank you for listening to this DuPont Media production, available on all major podcast platforms. This is Rod Peterson On Demand. Now, ta-da! I'm living proof, baby. Miracles happen. How about that? You laugh, Alan, but Google's bailed me out of a lot of uh, things. I'm telling you, I had muscle cramps. It said, eat walnuts, almonds, and bananas. I've been, you see, I've been eating them like crazy. No cramps. Who needs doctors when you've got Google? This is the Rod Peterson Show. Uh, it is. Happy Tuesday, everybody. I know a guy that was hospitalized, and you know him too, with cramps. And they got him in an emergency, and they told him that he'd been eating too many bananas. Too many? And potatoes. Oh, wow. Too much potassium. Yeah, Can okay. you believe it? Um, he's wow. probably watching right now, so I don't want to out him. But, yeah, that happened. That okay. happened. Yeah. It's Canada's daytime sports talk show. And uh, here we go. Good afternoon to those in the East. Good morning to the rest of us out here in the West. Uh, RP here, Moose there, Alan the intern on the sponsor's couch. It's his last day, and he brought donuts into the program today. And he actually knew what my favorite was. That's the honey. There he is. Hey, Alan, can you hold up the donuts, please? That's Alan the intern. It's his last day, and our crew is cleaning those up. Oh, yeah. There's one tractor tire left. Yeah. If anybody touches that, they're dead. Spicy. <laughs> Take the cruller and it's your last day. You'll be joining Alan on the unemployment line. Yeah, you'll be sleeping with the fishes. Uh, thank you, Alan. You've graduated with flying colors. We're very proud of you. Uh, Gene Principe coming up on the program today from Sportsnet Oilers. Going to talk some NHL with uh, Casino Gino and uh, Mike Wilner. The affable host of Jays Talk, longtime Blue Jays analyst Mike Wilner will be joining us now. He's a uh, baseball columnist out of the T-Dot. And uh, it's a great start to the day. Let's hit the quick six show topics, please, if you don't mind. These are going to be a moving target as I sit here, Darren, because things there's been breaking news today and, and stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but let's start, number one. With a Monday night with Stanley. Clark has some photos here. Okay. Can we hit it? This was last night. The Stanley Cup is in town. Al Murray, the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was his 24 hours with the Stanley Cup. That's Phil Pritchard, the keeper of the cup. As you all know, he's been toting this thing around the globe. Now that the COVID's over, or is it? I don't know. Apparently. Here, anyway. Yeah, so that's me and Phil. He's the keeper of the cup. You know him. That's Al Murray right there. The assistant GM of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Coached my brother at the U of R Cougars. I've known him since I was 12. Great guy. Big party. That's producer Clark and his dad, Rod Monroe. Strongest handshake 
in the league. Clark's dad. <laughs> and uh, that's me with Stanley there. Not touching it. Not touching it. So that you was can't. A, no. Great night last night at the Royal Regina Golf Club last night. Thank you, Producer Clark, for that. We got some more photos to come up. But um, I said to Darren, I would just defer to him to tell a few things about what went on last night because I was flitting around, taking photos, serving cake, uh, visiting with people, and you just stood at a table with Phil Pritchard and his uh, traveling partner. uh, Was it Romeo? Mario. Mario. It's close. (laughs) And you just talked with them all night. And. what a great night. Oh, my gosh. It was awesome. Can I just say, yeah. guy called me this morning from the Indoor Football League, and he said, uh, how, how was the night with the Stanley Cup last night? And I said, amazing, as you can imagine. No, you tell him what. Well, those are your people. Yeah. And the, there are people. Like, it's just you're at home in hockey. Mm-hmm. And you and I have been in the game a long time. Obviously, you longer than me. But, I mean, with Mario and Phil, you'd think those guys would be sick of talking about hockey. They aren't. They're not, and, and they wanted to talk to you about hockey, and they wanted to talk to me about this show, yep. you know, all night. And so we ended up spending the night mostly with those guys. Um, and so that was really cool, telling a lot of stories. The, the Ovechkin story was interesting um, that Phil told. He, was, he wanted to say how much Alexander Ovechkin loves hockey. And I wouldn't have believed it. You know, he seems like he's kind of fun and around, you know, a um, little bit out there, likes to party and a few things. But they said... He really loves hockey more than most NHL players. They couldn't believe how much he Ovechkin. loves hockey. Ovechkin. Well, then he's at, in the right profession. Well, and they were at his place and pictures on the wall and, you know, who Alexander Ovechkin's favorite player is. It's Owen Nolan, of all people. <laughs> Owen Nolan. You have to be a really big hockey fan for Owen Nolan to be your favorite player. So, uh... There was a lot of stories like that last night. Uh, Craig Campbell watching from the Hockey Hall of Fame in downtown Toronto says, glad you guys met the world-famous Phil Pritchard and Mario the Magnificent. Yeah, we met them last night. It was, it was amazing. Like Darren said, they don't get tired of talking hockey, and nor do I. And the thing was, here's one. I was at a table with referees. So I walked up to him, and I'm like, this is like a room full of accountants. <laughs> Some real fun guys. And... Uh, and they're like, hey, Rod, how long's your contract with the Pats? Did they renew your contract with the Pats? And I'm like, uh, I don't know. Year by year, handshake. I'm like, the guy that I did it with is not there anymore. So I'm either, maybe I'm done. I don't know. Right. I think I think it's good to the end of time. And they asked about Connor Bedard, and they laughed. And remember that night that I yelled at, in the bubble? At Bob. Great call, Bobby! I yelled it at the referee because he called a penalty shot in favor of the Regina Pats, God's team. The refs are still talking about that. Well, it's an empty arena. So, like, (laughs) you and I have this superpower where we can whisper through walls. So imagine in an empty arena where your voice will just echo and echo and echo. Yeah, they heard you for sure. It was pretty funny. Good call, Bobby! And he was there last night. (laughs) Spitting, uh, Spitting image of James Franco. The actor. He's the one who's, who's checking your Instagram story in the intermissions. <laughs> <That's funny. laughs> when you were doing yeah. the uh, solo ISO cam of, of, yeah. uh, of him. Uh, Get Dagger watching on YouTube says, I am watching from Ontario. You look better wearing the Argonauts shirt yesterday. Well, the Argos know where to find me if they want to send any more merch. Let's put it that way. Uh, moving on. <clears throat> it was just a good night. And thank you to Al Murray for inviting us to his Stanley Cup viewing party uh, last night. The power rankings came out last night for week two in the Canadian Football League. I'm calling it up on my phone here. Uh, But, Clark, you've got them right. I sent them to you. This is from coming out of week one. 
The Winnipeg Blue Bombers now the number one team in the CFL. I don't think anybody's going to argue that. Uh, to the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, who were lucky to win. I, I, I got to say, I'm a little surprised at some of these. The Hamilton Tiger Cats third. They dropped from first to third. The Alouettes, who didn't even play, are fourth. Figure that one out. Uh, the Argos go into Calgary and win, but they're fifth. Calgary Stampeders remain sixth. The Edmonton Elks losing at home. They're seventh. The BC Lions, who almost pulled off that miraculous comeback, eighth. And the Ottawa Red Blacks, who pulled off the upset of the week in week one, are ninth, last in the CFL. As Willie Jefferson would say, how that? I, look, were, it, were these it, guys drinking when it, they it came makes, up with this? It makes sense to me. And I'll tell you why. These aren't standings. These aren't standings. These are based on, you know, right now, whoever made these, this is... What Ottawa would, beat Edmonton, dude. Right. But if they played again this week... I bet you Edmonton would be favored. And that's what this is kind of showing. So when we get into the week and you look at the odds makers come out, yeah. it'll reflect these power rankings. It should. The odds should reflect the power rankings, not the standings. So Hamilton would be favored over Montreal, and Montreal would be favored over the team below them. That's, that's what I take out of power rankings. Uh, there's breaking news today as well. Abdul Kana, Avery Williams, and Brady Olivero were named the CFL Top Performers of the Week for Week 1 of the season. Ottawa DB Abdul Kana played a vital role in the team's 16-12 victory over the Edmonton Elks. He recorded two interceptions, one of which a pick six, and a game-winning tackle on the last play. Kana's teammate, Avery Williams, was also named a top performer. He led all players in the CFL with 14 tackles, a career high. But, oh yeah, their team's the worst in the CFL, based on the power rankings. And... In his first career start playing for his hometown team, Brady Oliveira had a night to remember. On opening night, the Winnipeg kid for the Blue Bombers rushed for 126 yards on 22 carries as the Blue Bombers won 19-6. So that's the breaking news today. CFL uh, Performers of the Week named yesterday. You people voted Brady Oliveira the manscaped balls-out player of the week. I think that has a far better ring to it. <laughs> Than right. the top performance. It's pretty good. Uh, on to point three. Uh, the Blue Jays. The Blue Jays take on the Angels today. And it's, so George Springer, Vladdy Jr., and the Blue Jays, who have won 10 of 12, are the home team in California today for the first game of an unusual doubleheader against the Angels. The opener's a makeup from an April 11th rainout at the Blue Jays' temp home field in Dunedin in the regularly scheduled nightcap. The Angels will be the home team at Angel Stadium. So figure that one out. Yeah. I'm just wondering, they're going to swap dugouts? Probably not. But you'll have to tune in to find out. But this is Vladdy versus Shohei Otani tonight. Oh, yeah. So if you haven't watched baseball all year, tonight's the night to watch on Sportsnet, okay? The two biggest stars in Major League Baseball going to go head-to-head. Uh, moving on to point four. The Saskatchewan Rattlers wrap up their CEBL season tonight. And how, how close are you following this? Is it in Fraser Valley or is it in Saskatoon? Because if you look at the CEBL website, they have it backwards. Yeah. Have you noticed that? A little bit. I never really know who's the home team. But what I do know is the Rattlers are going to slither their way into the offseason. They've only got one win. They're 1-12. in 12. Yeah, 1-12 in 12 going into tonight's last game. So the, the championship weekend's coming up in Edmonton later this month, but... The Rattlers will not there, so, uh, be there. So I just wanted to point that out. You look like you had something to say. No, no. That's, it's, it's a tough season for the Rattlers. 
Yeah. A pretty important offseason for this group. So we'll see what they do. Um, checking in from our viewers, J-Rod checking in from the Wascana. J-Rod says, morning, guys. What about John Ryan's 50-yard average? What about it? He's talking about John Ryan, the Super Bowl-winning punter for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. What, what, what about it? It's probably low for Johnny. I think he just wanted to point out that John has a 50-yard punting average. He's just getting rolling. Oh, yeah. Uh, point five. News out of Vancouver is that Nathan Rourke is the likely starting quarterback for the BC Lions when they go into Calgary on Thursday night. And everybody thinks that the Lions are going to get mauled, and I'm sure the point spread will reflect that. Um, Do you think, given the backlash that came at the Lions after last week with their skullduggery with their quarterbacks, that's why they're tabbing Nathan Rourke so early in the week as the starting quarterback for Thursday night? Probably, and again, it is early in the week, mm-hmm. and you got to pay attention to those reports. Now, you know, I got to make sure that we're honest here, and, and I don't know what the word is, but I look back at the injury report, and there was um, Mike Riley listed as limited throughout the week, all week, and questionable, you know, as the as the game time or a game time decision, but it was still weird, right? Because you come out in the second half and say, yeah, he's not going to play. It's not looking good. And then all of a sudden, 10 seconds later, he's playing. But Nathan Rourke proved that he's capable of starting in this league, proved that he can, he can be that guy. Maybe the plan is for him to start. You know, um, We'll see where the week goes. But uh, as of now, it's, it's too early in the week to really worry about who's the starter. And what happens today, as we found out, is completely different than what's going to happen on the weekend. Well, um... I believe me, if you had a look at our social media feeds, and by the way, I'm just tweeting where they can watch and listen to the show, Darren, so don't mind me. If you had a look at our social media feeds, everybody's saying, Lions fans specifically, they didn't do anything wrong, just like you're saying. They listed him as questionable. Well, but I think they told TSN that he's going to start, and then he didn't. So (laughs) we can sit and argue this all day till we're blue in the face. I don't really care. But has Rick Campbell explained yet? how Mike Riley wasn't ready to go at the start of the game, but was ready to go at the start of the second half. I haven't quite figured that one out yet. Because if Mike Riley starts the game, they probably win. It it looks that way. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. Thursday, Nathan Rourke, the very likely starting quarterback for the BC Lions when they go into Calgary. Um, Point six. And by the way, the warm-up's brought to you by E. Cole Electric. Come check out our new Regina Data and Lighting Center. E. Cole Electric. Let's get to work. I threw in... Tennis here for you, Moose. Thank you. Defending champion Bianca Andreescu returns to the court tonight in Montreal for a second-round match at the National Bank Open. The second-seeded Andreescu will be facing Britain's Harriet Dart. I feel like there's not enough people named Harriet these days. Yeah. It's very classy. It's very regal. Uh, Dart. And by the way, her last name's Dart. <sighs> What a sensational name. I know. You've got this really classy Harriet first name. Dart. Classy first name and like not so much on the last name. Uh, Dart topped Canadian Leela Fernandez last night to advance. How about that? Is that the tennis facility in Montreal that we broke into? That's where the women are. The men are in Toronto, the women are in Montreal. And for Bianca, they haven't played. Last year, there was no tournament. 
So Bianca is technically the defending champion, although she, I think she played it with Serena Williams, and Serena withdrew halfway through that match early on because of an injury. Mm-hmm. So, you know, did you really win? But she still is the champ, and uh, yeah, it'll be fun. But it's a beautiful facility. We didn't get into the main court, but we got into the secondary court, and uh, that's where they are today. How about that? There's your tennis. Uh, that was longer than I expected. That was like 90 seconds. That was like, that was good. Uh, you're welcome. Yeah. I'm trying to find an appropriate gif. It's not called the Rogers Cup anymore, too. Uh, the naming rights changed. It was always the Rogers Cup, but now it's not. The National Bank Open. Uh, Rockstar of the day yesterday for Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions was Manny Arsenault. And uh, as I've discovered, that was a very popular interview. People really enjoyed that. Oh, yeah. We've got to get Manny a shirt. And I, I don't know who did the ordering on those shirts, but they knew what they were doing. They're all XL, double XL, and triple XL. They know our guests. <laughs> exactly. We should have got one to Julio the other day. Right? Yeah. Uh, the poll question. Thank God I got all these notes in front of me to keep me on track. The poll question today for Capital Automall Universal Collision Center is, will the Blue Jays claim at least a wild card berth? 68% of you saying, yes, they will. 68% very positive about Canada's team, the Toronto Blue Jays. We say they've won 10 of 12. Huge showdown at the Angels here this week. I had a guy text me the other day. You would know him. Big baseball guy. And he said the Blue Jays have to win 70% of their games the rest of the way. And, of course, you got to hope that those teams above them fall apart a little bit, which there's nothing yeah. saying that that's going to happen. But they did make their, obviously made their acquisitions here at the trade deadline, and they're looking great. But we looked it up today. They're at 60 wins. they got to win 40 to get to the 100 that you said. And they've got, what did I say, 52 games left? You gotta, listen, I'm no mathematician at all. But I don't think 40 out of 52, that's a lot more than 70%. Somebody Is it not? Alan? He would never have a clue how to do that. 40 divided by 52. What's the what's That's the what answer? it is? Yeah. 40 divided. 52 games. What's 40 divided by Who 52? Who can do it first, Alan? 40 divided by 52. 76%. How about that? So they got to win seven. Look at that. So, put your hands up. You won, Alan. You might be the rock star of the day. So look put at this. Put your hands. In it, yeah. Look at this. You said yeah. they've won 10 or 12. Yes. Right? They're on pace for 100 wins right now based on that. That means they'll go, if they keep that pace up, which is pretty hard to do, I'll be honest, they'd go 40 and 8, which yeah. would get them to 100 wins. If they can win 10 out of every 12 oh, there you games. Go. That's why you're the math guy. So they're on, uh, hey, they're, they're doing what they need to do. Uh, by the way, Roxanne watching from Rockstar Supply Chain Solutions. They're at Niagara Falls. And she said, you're welcome. With regards to who did the ordering for those Rockstar of the Day shirts, well, we got one that'll fit Manny. We got a break, and the great, ageless Gene Principe joins us next. You're watching the RP Show, and this has been the warm-up for E-Cold Electric on Game Plus Television Network, YouTube, and Facebook Live Streaming, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. You gotta subscribe. Click the subscribe button for all the content you may have missed. Attention listeners across the galaxy, all the way from Australia to Houston, do we have a pube problem? 
If so, our friends at Manscaped have cleared you for takeoff with their fourth generation and brand new Lawnmower 4.0. Kick your pubes to the next planet with a performance package 4.0. The orbits in your pants will feel like you're in zero gravity when you use the best tools for the job from the leaders in male grooming. Trust me, you're listening to a happy customer. Join the two million men worldwide who trust Manscaped and get your rocket ready for takeoff by going to manscaped.com for 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code FANSIDED20 at manscaped.com. For a clean trinity and beyond, your space balls will thank you. Trust me. Hey, honey, can you get one of the kids to show me how this Twitter thing works? Honey, I need to get on Instagram. Time for more of the Rod Peterson Show. Welcome back, everybody. Tuesday uh, coming at you. Just ahead of Gene Principe from Sportsnet Oilers. Brady writing us on the Prairie Mobile text line at 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SaaS town mobility dealer. Hey, Rod, I love the CFL coverage. The CFL should recognize the job you're doing and personally thank you for doing their job. Too bad the Blue Jays are in a stacked division. They aren't a bad team. I don't expect the Raptors to be good this year, giving their off-season moves. Brady, three thoughts in one. Regarding the coverage of the CFL, eh, they do their thing, we do ours, everybody's happy. Right? Let's just keep it the way it is. Uh, let's bring in Gino now. I wonder what a guy like Gene does in August when the NHL is supposedly slowing down. That's, <laughs> there he is. How you doing, Gino? Oh, I, I heard I'm ageless, which uh, that's the nicest thing I've <laughs> heard in a long time. I'm not sure it's true. I'm, I'm doing great. August is uh, is usually the kind of the quietest month of the year uh, for me. Uh, this year has been different because uh, unrestricted free agency, which is normally July 1st, uh, was July 28th. But uh, yeah, it is it is the quietest uh, month because there's not much happening. I think even GMs go on holidays, even though they bring their phones with them. Uh, so it's it's nice before uh, September rolls around, training camp gets going, and uh, we start up again with the Oilers. Well, I appreciate you finding some time for us because it is a month not off, but uh, like you say, not pedal to the metal. However, just uh, just an overall look back the last couple months, have you stopped and said, wait a minute, man, just signing Darnell Nurse, acquiring Duncan Keith, signing Zach Hyman, all the things, you know, the expansion draft they went through, it has been quite an offseason for the Edmonton Oilers. Yeah, and then throwing, trading, uh, you know, fellow Saskatchewan. Uh, Ethan. Saskatchewanite? Yeah, Ethan Bear, who's one of my favorites and uh, still is. Uh, lots going on. I mean, um, I think, uh, Rod, in, in, this is just a kind of an unofficial opinion or estimation on my part is I think after being in Detroit for so long, Ken Holland understood Detroit inside, outside, left, right, center. And then you get to a new city and, you know, I, th- I think it takes like anybody, no matter what you do, it takes you a while to get plugged in and acclimatize and understand uh, what you have, what you need, what you want. And I think that's kind of where Ken's at. I, I think going from the last trade deadline into the first round defeat to Winnipeg, uh, into the draft, free agency. Um, he understood, hey, this is what I have. And generally that starts with Connor and Leon. And this is what I need. I need a, another top six forward. And I, I need another bottom six forward. Um, 
I need a defenseman who's got uh, an incredible resume. I need to sign a defenseman who we think is going to be an incredible defenseman for a long time. So I think he checked off a lot of the things uh, that he feels the team uh, needs. And I, I mean, I like the moves. Um, you know, people look at Darnell's contract or Duncan Keith Sage. And, you know, there's always something that people will sort of uh, pick at uh, or try to dissect it, not necessarily in a positive way. But if you're Ken Holland, if you're an Oilers fan, you have to feel pretty good about where this team looks like they're headed starting you know, next month and, and through the fall and winter. For sure. And I want to come back on Ken Holland in a moment. Jennifer's watching from the Four Seasons Sports Palace, uh, home of the Seattle Kraken Fan Club. And she says, oh. she says, still sad about Ethan. I think we need to spend a minute on Ethan. Uh, the yeah. pride of Ochapaway's First Nation. Honestly, when I saw that he was going to Carolina, I thought good for both change of scenery. I just think he's, because he's not as young as you think. I believe he's going to be 25. I just think a change is needed for both. That's my take on that. What's yours? Yeah, I, I think the one thing that the winners have uh, really done well, and it started previously with uh, the GM, Peter Shirelli, and has continued with Ken Holland, is that they've They've either, uh, you know, drafted real well or, you know, in some cases traded for a guy like Duncan Keith or signed defensemen. And, and they have a lot of them. Uh, some aren't even playing yet and uh, should be very soon. Evan Bouchard has had, uh, you know, the old cup of coffee. Uh, Philip Broberg is expected to be up here in the next year or two. So they've, they've got uh, lots of quality on defense and they felt like they could give up some of that to get something they need. And that's a a big, strong forward who can play a little bit up and down the lineup, but is okay in that sort of third-line role like Warren Fogle. I know as a fan, you know, when you make a trade and you trade away a kid like Ethan Bear, who is, you know, to me, a 10 out of 10 as a person, you know, you, when you have to maybe Google or kind of go, Warren Fogle, exactly, you know, who is that? It, it, particularly because you don't play Carolina much in the first place, then you don't play him for the entire season. So people kind of have to refresh their memories a little bit, but he's what the Oilers need. Um, you know, some thought, geez, maybe can't they find a way to continue to have Ethan? And I think with Ethan, he, he isn't unbelievable offensively. He isn't unbelievable defensively. He's just a really good defenseman who can kind of do everything. And I think the Oilers were looking to kind of have someone who's, you know, obviously Tyson Berry specifically, he's more offensive oriented, uh, Cody CC specifically defensive oriented. So I think they wanted the roles a little more uh, specific and uh, felt like they could get something in return for Ethan, even though it's unfortunate. I hate to see him go. Got it. And uh, no, well, I wouldn't say there's, I won't say I'm, there's no bigger Ethan Bear fan than me because he's got a lot of hardcore fans. But I will say this when he's on the ice, there's always going to be a scoring chance. For both teams. Just very uh, thrilling to watch. And I love the kid. But back on the Ken Holland thing for a second. You would have been on the Zoom news conference with him when he was at his desk after yeah. the Duncan Keith trade. And he picked up that yeah. crystal golf ball. And I'm like, remember, he, he looked at it like it was a crystal ball. And he's like, well, I can't look into this and predict how it's going to work out. But I, we, we're yeah. trying to do the right thing here. And I'm like, whoa, the heat's getting hot in the kitchen there for, our, for Holly. Is it? Yeah, well, yeah, well, you know what? Uh, being a GM is not crystal clear and exactly what you need to do and how you need yeah. to accomplish things. You know, Ken is, listen, he's got an incredible resume, and, and I, I don't think that he's no longer a great general manager. But the Duncan Keith thing, I was actually a bit surprised, Rod. Like, I, I, I'm not 
you know, Duncan has been in incredible shape his entire career. So, you know, I know he's, he just turned 38 after the deal. So, you know, okay, that's likely towards the, the latter end of his career. But, uh, you know, I've seen many great defensemen uh, who, including, you know, played for Ken, like Chris Chelios, to, to name one, Nicholas Lindstrom had a long career. I mean, Duncan Keith has had a wonderful career internationally and in the National Hockey League. So even if he's 38, to me, he, he plays younger than that. And I was, you know, like he said, it was, it was basically, do you give up prospects or do you take on the entire cap hit? Money-wise, they're not paying him that much compared to the cap hit. But yeah, the cap hit does take up some money that you might be able to use elsewhere. But I think people are going to not be worried about that when they get Duncan here. Uh, and I, I certainly think, you know, if you're Leon and Connor and Ryan Nugent Hopkins and Darnell Nurse and you see your GM go out and get a guy like Duncan Keith, um, that makes you feel pretty good. Uh, I think it makes you feel like, hey, we've got a guy who knows what it takes to win. And when he talks, people will listen. Something different than the Edmonton Oilers in terms of a question here from Ryan watching on YouTube. Where does Gene think that Kraken will land in the standings this season? Hmm. Well, you know, after covering uh, Vegas and going, how have they done this and continued to do it? Kelly McCrimmon, a good Prairie boy, has now taken over, you know, alongside George, alongside George McBee. I think Seattle is going to be pretty good. I, I don't think they're going to be Vegas good, uh, but I don't think they're going to be, you know, Rod in the old days, expansion draft. Those teams were bad for, you know, long time. I mean, that's just the way it was built up. Uh, but now when you're paying 500 million or 650 million to join a league, uh, you've got to get some quality. And I, I'm certain that Seattle has done that. I, you know, part of me would like to have seen them take Carey Price. Just, I, I don't know why exactly, because <laughs> I like Carey and I like him playing in Montreal, but I mean, whammo, that would have been quite the, the, the PR, uh, well, I guess potential nightmare for Montreal. And, uh, you know, dream come true uh, for Seattle to get a goalie like Carey Price. I think in the end it worked out kind of the best for both teams. I think it's going to be a very good team, Rod. Playoff-wise, I'm not sure about that because there's going to be lots of competition for those playoff spots. But people in Seattle who, you know, they have a they have a great sports city and they have a great history in hockey. Uh, so I think it's great that they have a team and it's great that they're going to have a really good team to watch as well. Well, that'll be some fun uh, road trips for you, for sure. Kelly McCrimmon, by the way, the pride of plenty Saskatchewan. And uh, yes, you know, as you know, we are here in the hockey hotbed. The Stanley Cup was in town last night. Gino, by the way, Al Murray, uh, the assistant general manager of the Tampa Bay Lightning. It was his 24 hours with it. So we spent some good time with the Stanley Cup. And Phil Pritchard and Al was just, we had a big old time last night. Which, by the way, how much are you looking forward to getting back to normal in the NHL? If that's a thing, because Labardius was on here a while back. It was during the Stanley Cup final. He's like, we still don't know if we're going to travel. We still don't know what the deal is. How how hard was it in the pandemic for you? And will things get back to normal once the NHL starts up this fall from your perspective? Yeah, let's, yeah, let's start with the second question first. I, I mean, my guess, and I haven't received any uh, information, certainly officially either from the national hockey league or Rogers or sports. And I mean, I, I think we ease our way back. I don't think I'm, I'm back flying on planes all over North America and uh, doing what we did up until 2020, uh, do we though start to travel a little more within Canada potentially? As uh, Edmonton, you know, won't be in the Canadian division, but we'll still see 
obviously a lot of Calgary, a lot of Vancouver, Winnipeg, Toronto, Ottawa, Montreal. I, I think that would be kind of the hybrid where you would sort of go, okay, we're not going to run everything uh, full, but we're not going to also go back to where there, there's no travel at all. Yeah, it was different. I mean, I enjoyed being home and uh, I'm still married. So that, that seemed to work out because I normally <laughs> don't spend that much time with my wife. Uh, so that, that was great uh, after 24 years. But, you know, I, I think, Rod, um, as we all, uh, I guess, pull and cheer for normalcy, that that's what I normally do. So that's, I think, what I need to get back to my routine. That obviously will be decided by others. But I, I think it's uh, another piece of the, uh, you know, pie in regards to getting back to where you've been and what you've been doing. And so we see it a little more on a daily basis, particularly in Alberta, where the masks have been uh, you know, dropped a little bit quicker than around the, the rest of the country. Uh, but uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, listen, it's it's great. One of the, the big um, fringe benefits, as you know, from your travel is travel, right? People used to always ask me, what's the best part of your job? What's the worst part? Well, the best part is often the travel, seeing the games, uh, meeting athletes, former athletes that you go, wow, I, I remember growing up watching them. Worst part was, you know, with three young kids, it was it was pretty difficult. Um, so you missed out on a lot of stuff. Uh, so I, th I think we're going to get somewhere back to in between, not quite to where things used to be, but not quite to where things have been. We have a lot of questions have come in, but only 60 seconds. The one I love the most is sure. how do you think Jordan Eberle will fare in Seattle. Oh, I love that. I, I think that's great. I think Jordan is, you know, West guy. Uh, his family will like the fact that they can probably fly direct from Calgary to Seattle uh, to watch him. Jordan's always, you know, you know, been one of my one of my favorites. Uh, from uh, one time I met him at a restaurant, he was still playing for Regina. I went over and introduced myself. They were in town actually for a little preseason tournament with the Oil Kings and a few other Western teams and. I, I kind of, he sort of knew who I was, but I'm not sure he did. And I just kind of said, listen, I think I'm going to be covering you for uh, many years to come. So I just wanted to come over and say hello and introduce myself. And it wasn't uh, to continue with Edmonton, but it's still around the National Hockey League. I love the pickup. I think he's going to have a good year. Um, you know, Jordan to me is one of those guys I wish was still in Edmonton, but things happen for various reasons. And I think it's a great choice by Seattle. I think it's going to be wonderful for for Jordan and his family and both the, you know, extended family and his own family with a couple of kids, uh, you know, two thumbs up for having the kid uh, back out West. He's, he'd have known who you were. He's sneaky smart, right? He plays <laughs> dumb very yeah. well, almost too well sometimes. <laughs> Gino, thanks for the time. Enjoy the rest of summer. Always enjoy seeing your smiling face. Thank you. Hey, thank you, Rod. Take care, pal. Gene Principe joining us from the City of Champions. we got a sports update coming up, and uh, we'll start viewer takeover early. Two full segments with your comments when we come back. You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming, and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash. Your car deserves it at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now.
Did you know you can catch all the best moments from the show on all our social media platforms? Now back to the studio with Rob. Welcome. Welcome back, everybody. Uh, checking in with our viewers. Can we get the two shot? Moose just ran out of here. Like his pants were on fire. And he's not coming back. <laughs> I don't know what's going on. Alan the intern. Bob's your uncle. Where's Bob? We'll, we'll throw Bob on. Just checking in from some of our viewers here. Get Dagger clearly is in Edmonton. Viewer watching on YouTube. Says Jordan is an awesome kid. He'll do great in Seattle. Talking about ebbs. And he says Oscar Clefbaum will definitely help out the Oilers defense for sure. Chris Bird watching in Toronto says the Argonauts have signed Canadian linebacker Brandon Calver today. And Tim Hill watching on Facebook, checking in from Texarkana, USA, the Twin Cities. Here's a funny thing about the Argos. I was talking to one of the Argo guys today, and he said, oh, we got our hands full this week. And I said, oh, what do you got this week? He goes, oh, we're in Winnipeg Friday. And I'm like, don't. I'm going to be there. Forgot. Friday, the RP show will be live from Canada Life Center. How about that? Noon to 2 Eastern, live on location. That's the former Bell MTS place, home of the Winnipeg Jets. Winnipeg, we're coming to you. Live Friday and then staying for the game, Blue Bombers and Argos. It's going to be a lot of blue in IG Field. And I can finally go to the Bombers store and buy something because I really like their gear. And so, Bomber fans, I'll be in the store before the game. I'll look for you there. I was hoping to talk to Moose about that, but he's not here. Sports update. Abdul Kanna, who had a 102-yard interception return for a touchdown that anchored the Ottawa Red Blacks' season-opening 16-12 road win over the Edmonton Elks, was named one of the CFL's top performers Tuesday. Also selected were Ottawa linebacker Avery Williams and running back Brady Oliveira, the Winnipeg Blue Bombers. Canada registered two picks against Edmonton. He returned his second for the pick six to erase uh, erase a three-point deficit, then added a game-saving tackle, one of his six on the night. Uh, Avery Williams had a career-high 14 tackles for the Red Blacks, and Oliveira ran for 126 yards on 22 carries for the Blue. In his first CFL start, Winnipeg's 19-6 home win over the Hamilton Tiger Cats on Thursday night. We might want to get back into those CFL power rankings in a moment. Uh, has, have we heard how Andrew Harris is doing this week? He of the sore calf that couldn't play in week one, and then this kid comes in and made everybody forget about Andrew Harris for one night. Anybody that's watching in Winnipeg that would like to let us know if Andrew Harris is back at practice, we'd be much obliged. Monty, watching on Facebook, says, Rod, bring your show to Saskatoon soon. I would love to. Give us a reason. Because, listen, Winnipeg called us up. They called us up and said, can you come out and do a show live? And we're like, yeah, from the uh, Canadian junior lacrosse championships that's what we'll be doing at the canada life center but we got some winnipeg sports personalities gonna all be lined up for this flame tech football friday they invited us they gave us a reason that's why we're going to winnipeg and frankly i can't wait george springer and the blue jays are the home team in california for the first game of an unusual doubleheader against the angels beginning today the opener is a makeup from an april 11th rainout at the blue jays temporary home field early this season in dunedin 
in the regularly scheduled nightcap, the Angels will be the home team at Angels Stadium. Springer became the first Toronto player in franchise history to win consecutive AL Player of the Week awards on Monday. Again, money well spent, worth the wait. 407 Mountain is the first pitch in the first game. Today, 807 Mountain, first pitch in the second game of the doubleheader. Max Scherzer makes his second start for the Dodgers when they visit the red-hot Philadelphia Phillies in a potential playoff preview tonight. Bryce Harper has four home runs in his last six games and has reached base in 17 straight for the NL East-leading Phillies. Pete Alonso and the New York Mets look to get back on track following a day off as they return home to face a torn-down Washington Nationals team. The reeling Mets have lost four in a row and nine of 11, dropping them from first to third in the NL East and totaled only 20 runs in the last nine defeats. And here's one for director Jordan, okay? Denny Hamlin's points lead in NASCAR's Cup Series has finally vanished. With three races to go before the playoffs, he's tied with Kyle Larson, giving the Cup Series a dose of drama before the playoffs begin. Ooh, Alan's even excited. Look at Alan over there. Look at Alan. He's shaking his hands, the intern. They're going to put the... <laughs> You're just in a glass case of emotion, aren't you, Alan? Yeah, at this NASCAR drama. Alan, the intern, on his last day, pounding donuts over there like it's his job. Anyways... Kyle Larson has a series-best five wins, and Hamlin is still searching for his first after 23 races. The next race is Sunday on the road course at Indy, where the series has never run. Then it's on to Michigan and Daytona. Larson has won two road races this season, and Hamlin's a three-time winner of the Daytona 500. This sports update for the TAP uh, Brewhouse and drive through Liquor Store and for Red Bull Canada. Red Bull gives you... Wings. Okay. Full-on viewer takeover when we come back, okay? So can you please, if you're watching on Game Plus Television Network right now, you're not streaming on YouTube or Facebook, pick, pick up your phone, not if you're driving, and text me, please, any question or comment, 306-840-8777. If you want to tell us how much you love the show, text like that will be given preference. 306-840-8777. Prairie Mobile is your authorized SAS Tom Mobility dealer. And uh, we'll get to these comments too, but I got to tell you guys, you got you to pick it up. Stuff coming through, not that intelligent, not what we're used to today. So let's pick it up when we come back for viewer takeover, okay? You're watching the RP Show on the Game Plus TV network, YouTube and Facebook live streaming and 24-hour sports radio for Suds Full Service Car Wash at rodpeterson.com. Have you subscribed to the Rod Peterson Show YouTube channel yet? Head to youtube.com slash the Rod Peterson Show now. Send us your opinions now. We won't victimize you unless you really deserve it. Now back to your host, Rod Peterson. Welcome back, everybody. It is viewer takeover. Look what we found. The moose. Y'all dressed up today. You got a job interview or something? Yeah. Job you're, interview. You're giving them, right? Not you're giving those of jobs. Of course. <laughs> Getting worried. Yeah. yeah. No. Do I look worried? Never. Never. Yeah. Uh, for some reason. You know I'll never leave. We're going to get into this uh, viewer takeover, like I said. We had the photos earlier from our night with the Stanley Cup last night. 
Phil Pritchard, Al Murray of the Tampa Bay Lightning. Donna Berger's watching. She says, love the pictures. Thanks for sharing your night. Thank you for enjoying. Tyler Fabry watching on YouTube says, from Darren Bombing's Twitter, he of Bonfire Sports in Winnipeg, Andrew Harris, non-participant on Monday with a calf injury. So not looking good. I don't know. That's the thing. I'm not that smart. Never professed to be. I have never said that I'm smart, have I? I don't think so. No. But I don't understand how these guys coming out of training camp could be hurt. A la Michael Riley, a la Andrew Harris. How does that happen? That's just a question. I don't know the answer for it. My only how guess. often does that happen? No, it happens in camp, right? Yeah. You haven't played in a long time, and then all of a sudden you go zero to 100. Although it's not that they're doing nothing, though, and not training and not doing football-specific training either. But those things happen. Um, Jeff, the Stams fan, I'm, I'm sorry that I got to go down this road, but I guess the player that the Argonauts signed this morning is another former Calgary Stampeder. They've been criticized for signing former Calgary Stampeders. By the way, who won in the game between Toronto and Calgary on Saturday? Who, can you, who won? Yeah, Toronto. Oh, right. It's working. So Jeff, the Stamps fan, says Toronto thinks signing X Stamps makes you the Stamps. John Murphy's a disappointing disciple of Huff's for sure. Jeff, that's the kind of negativity we don't need around here. Be gone. Be gone. We don't need that. John Murphy's a close personal friend. Why would you say that? Uh, so... From 3downnation.com, 3dunknation.com, television ratings up 31% from two years ago in the Canadian Football League. The most watched game in the CFFL last week was the BC Lions at the Saskatchewan Rough Riders, 765,000 viewers. That's darn good. Really good. That's number one most watched game. Number two was Winnipeg at Hamilton, 683,000 viewers. And then the viewership wasn't as good for Saturday. Argo Stamps, which was my game of the week, 318,000. That was the lowest viewed. And Ottawa at Edmonton later on, 342,000. But overall, ratings up 31%. And what do, you know, what do we think about that? I'm, I always want more. Mm-hmm. So I think 31% is amazing. I think we should be into the millions for viewers in the summer in the Canadian Football League, we haven't had the league for... These are like normal numbers almost, it seems yeah, like. Yeah, it's not surprising that they're up. You would expect that. The league hasn't been around in two years or almost two years. So to me, it's not, it's not really surprising. It was kind of expected that the numbers would grow. Um, oh, and, and this week's games. Shoot, today's Tuesday, isn't it? Mm-hmm. It's not normally when we do Canada's Game of the Week poll. Yeah, I guess. Don't! Where were we on that one? Well, we'll have to do it tomorrow. This was your poll question, by the way, from yesterday. We didn't, we didn't get to it. Yep. Uh, the poll question today is, will the Blue Jays claim at least a wild card berth? And they're rolling. Every series now critical, which is saying something in mid-August. That's saying something. Yep. Uh, 68% on Twitter saying yes. They will claim a wildcard berth. What are they saying on Facebook? They're even more optimistic on yeah, Facebook. Yeah, 75% saying yes. Just off the top, 
and we only we have less than a minute here, but this week's games, Thursday, BC at Calgary, Friday, Toronto at Winnipeg, which we'll be at, Saturday, doubleheader, Montreal at Edmonton, rematch of the 2002 Grey Cup, and Hamilton at Saskatchewan. What's your marquee game out of all that? Probably the Toronto-Winnipeg game. Me too. Yeah, two 1-0 teams. Same. Toronto's kind of the exciting team in the league right now. New coach, a lot of turnover. There's a lot of optimism in Toronto and excitement. And Winnipeg's the defending champs. That's where I go. That will be our uh, poll question tomorrow. What is Canada's game of the week? But when we come back, we'll kick around all of this news. And uh, we will be joined by Mike Wilner, the popular host of Jay's Talk. That's all coming up after this break on Game Plus TV. For more Rod Peterson on demand, visit rodpeterson.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Save big on your Memorial Day barbecue, all in the Kroger app. Get three-pound rolls of juicy 80% lean ground beef for $3.49 a pound with a digital coupon. Then get select varieties of flavorful Powerade, Body Armor Super Drink, or Arizona Tea for 77 cents each, all with your card. Shop these deals at your local Kroger today, or tap the screen now to download the Kroger app to save big today. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Prices and product availability subject to change. Restrictions apply. See site for details.